At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's the Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Lily Traviato, aka Princess Nostalgia. How's it going, Lily? Pretty good. Good, good. Um, I always like kicking off with the song, just so everyone knows kind of what you're about. So uh, we'd like to introduce your first, your first song and uh, take it away. Okay. This song is called Podium Playground. Mm. Nothing. Yep. Okay. the podium playground we smile and nod point fat fingers at false villains mention our love for god but behind closed doors we can't have bills by the what we've kept the plebs so dumb they won't unfold our vicious part i'm a good samaritan you best believe it and i'm a proud american i know that you can feel it i like i'm incarcerated uneducated so i can have more money for me make me stuff the bills in my pocket by a two-story and remind them that they're lucky to be free 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 remind them that they're lucky to be remind them that they're lucky to be remind them that they're lucky to be remind them let's flip Oh, you choose Tills I win Heads you lose Oh, I like to declare war When there's a profit to be made When our enemies buy weapons I'm the one getting paid I raise public morale Tell them the cause is just and right I really don't give a Cause I won't ever have to fight On the podium playground We smile and nod Point fat fingers at false villains Mention our love for God But behind those doors We count our bills by the what We've kept the plebs so dumb They won't turn full our vicious plot I'm a good Samaritan I'm a proud American I know that you can feel it And I'm a model citizen I got virtue and strength and pride Take my hand and I will take you to the promised land We've got God on our side Let's flip Oh, you choose Tails I win Heads you lose 
Nostalgia there with Podium Playground. Um, Lily, that was, oh, got a bit of feedback there. Yeah. Lily, that was uh, fantastic. Thank you. Gotta ask, so you, you're from Italy originally, mm -hmm. um, and you're obviously now in Burlington via Pittsburgh, I understand it? So you, yeah. you, did you grow up in Italy or did you grow up in Pittsburgh? I grew up in Rome. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom is from Pittsburgh. She was uh, living in Rome at the time, and she met my dad there who he was born in Australia, but his parents were Italian immigrants, so he moved back to Italy. And well, wow, you're really a, a product of the world here. Yeah, there's a big mix. Yeah, and we're our family is very scattered across the world. My dad still lives in Italy. We moved here with my my brother, my mother, and I moved here when I was eight years old, and um, we visit our dad in cool. the summers. Wonderful. And so, how did you end up in Burlington through through via Pittsburgh and Italy? Um, I. Got into UVM, and it, of all the schools that I uh, visited, it was the one that felt um, just the least competitive or um, like having the wrong priorities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so what what constitutes as the wrong priority to you then? Um. Well, honestly, I've been a little bit disheartened, even at UVM, even though I think it's a lesser evil, because they are just these institutions that are making money off of us and the administration's making all the decisions even though they have nothing to do with what's going on and both the students and the teachers are getting a bit screwed over, mm. a lot screwed over. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, but it's interesting you mentioned that. So, this obviously, uh, there's, a, there's a social activist streak to you and there seems to be a social activist streak to your songs as well. Um, I know it's particular one of the... What, what that was an interesting noise. Um, I know, I know it's, it's in particular. Um, the, the, one of the music videos you, you I believe, created was mm -hmm. certainly making um, a social commentary on, on gender roles. Mm -hmm. uh, so do you, does this kind of, these subject matters come into your songs quite often? It's, how do you pick these subject matters out yeah. in terms of how to sing about them? I guess they're just things that uh, feel relevant to me. Um, I don't know if, I guess it depends how you define activism. I always feel like, yeah, I, I sing about it, but I also feel kind of like I can't do much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but they're definitely just things that most of the songs that I write about, the lyrics aren't ever, I never sit down with an idea of what I write, write about. And usually I'll have a, um, a beat that's coming together. And first I just sing words that don't really mean anything just to find the right melody and syllables. But then, like ideas just start coming from that, and I start saying something that that I felt the need to say. I guess mm -hmm. sometimes it's obvious when it comes out what I'm trying to say, and other times, like months later or years later, I'll look back and realize things that I knew on some level but mm. hadn't really processed. It's almost kind of like a therapy in yeah. a way. Yep, it's a great way of staying in touch with my feelings. It's like a, it's like a musical diary. Yeah. Um, 
And you've got this great electronic sound, and I, I've got to say, as someone that, um, and I mean, no offense to any other Billington band out there, but as someone who has definitely had his fill of jam at this point, and folk at this point, I'm yeah. very glad to hear that someone's got some actual beats. I grew up on with Kraftwerk. Excellent. Um, but also like funk music and, well, a whole range, and, um, but yeah, Kraftwerk's a big influence. Well, it, it definitely shows. Um, I was going to say, influences-wise, where you're drawing from. Is it, it does seem a lot more modern than Kraftwerk, though. It, I mean, mm -hmm. there's there's beats there that you can imagine sticking on the back of, like, um, I don't know, even, like, a Passion track or a yeah. MGMT track or... Yeah, MGMT is a big influence. But then even people like James Blake mm -hmm. or even Frank Ocean or Hiatus Coyote, um... Yeah, there's a lot of recent ones that I tend I tend to just think of like things that I grew up with and the, the like root of it, but then I sometimes don't do justice to these things that were huge influence that were more recent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, did it start out with you just producing beats originally when you started getting into music, or did you start out with something a bit more classic and then kind of brought beats into it as you got older? Well, when I was eight years old, I started playing the double bass in the orchestra um, and just liked it and stuff. Like they forced all the fourth graders to do it mm -hmm. and. Uh, I was the only one and I just liked the sound of it and I also liked that I would be the only one. I was first chair through all of school and didn't have to do anything to get that. But um, yeah, so I first was classically trained on the bass um, and played for 10 years and also switched to the electric bass and did mm. the jazz band for like four years. Um, but around the same time when I was eight years old, I discovered GarageBand and iMovie mm. and every day after school, my neighbors and I would just get together and direct videos and we would go to like um, Joanne Fabrics and get like a bunch of green felt to tape to the wall to do like a homemade green screen. Mm. And I discovered um, my uncle-in-law, Greg, actually, I recently remembered this. He showed me GarageBand. He was like, I feel like you would like this. And then um, I started making stupid backing tracks for our spoof videos. Um, there was one where we were we dressed up as mosquitoes and like taped, like out of black uh, paper, we taped the stingers onto ourselves and did a rap song on GarageBand. So um, everything, it was just, I never stopped doing it. And okay. here I am. So it was, you know, it started out musically and then you added the, the visual element to it and then, and then the kind of beats came after that. Yeah. Um, and also I should add that my, all the women, my great grandmother, my grandmother, my mother, are all visual artists mm. so that's a huge that was part of the journey as well and so i do my album art um mm. now but i've been into like graphic design recently but grew up with all of the arts just in the house the whole first floor of our house looks like a factory right now <laughs> well it certainly shows with the fact that you you you, you produce your own beats you obviously your own lyrics as well uh your own um uh music videos and i would urge anyone listening to actually go out and search them out because they they are fantastically well done um which that's something i want to pick your brain about after this um and then as you were mentioning you do your own album artwork am i right in thinking you've also just create your own art just generally speaking do you have you ever displayed it in a more public setting or is it like kind of more yeah. just for you mm -hmm. um yeah just throughout my life i've always been um doing that and showing art at different opportunities and doing murals and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, in terms of the, I mean, you're mentioning you kind of, you started out creating your own like spoof uh, like visual tracks or, uh, you know, uh, music videos. 
Um, that's now, it seems to have developed into something quite mature. What kind of avenues are you exploring on that front? Do you just make it just for yourself or do you have, do you, do you make music videos for other people around town? Um, because they are really fantastically directed and produced. So I'm just kind of wondering. What, what do you mean for the people around town? I mean, there's a lot of bands out there and you, you've oh, got a like great talent. Oh, like make videos yeah. for other people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, just for myself. Mm. It's more like even having, uh, enough time at the end of the day I, I have done it um, I volunteered to help I, I took a gap year before starting school when I was in Sydney I got a job at this um, after-school program called School of Rock and taught really jumpy tried to teach really jumpy eight-year-olds how to play instruments but it was mostly just babysitting them all day anyway um, there was this really cool girl band there who were maybe in their senior year of high school and we did a video but it's usually just something that happens because I'm really excited about it mm. and I'm invested in it and yeah. How does the concept, the, uh, you, we were talking before about you've got the one video that kind of challenges gen, traditional gender roles. Uh, I, I, I saw one where it was uh, almost Wes Anderson style kind of bathtub yeah. with, the, with the water running. How do, what, how do you get the concept to the, for the music videos? Is the, is the, musical video concept start first and then you attach a song to it or is it the other way around it's always the song first mm -hmm. um and then yeah it happens different ways like the lost and found one i had just i'd had that idea going into it i the first idea that came to my mind was a scene of me as a pimp mm -hmm. surrounded by my quote-unquote bitches um mm -hmm. and then just went from there and that, just listening to that song it was like to me the perfect feeling for that um but then uh, the Princess Nostalgia video was more, the the words felt really just um, kind of like raw, just my feelings, like very true statements about this is who I am. And so the video was kind of just intended to be very raw, I guess. Okay. Um, well, I think we should probably listen to another track. But also a twinge of the absurd. What, a little bit. Not yeah. too serious I, ever. Never too serious. I, uh, I did notice that as well. Well, it's also kind of, in that sense, also kind of European. Mm. Um, more than American. Because yeah, Americans is, do cheesier stuff. Yeah, it was definitely a little bit <laughs> off the wall. Um, but we should definitely listen to another track of yours. Um, yeah. As I'm trying to keep on the time. Um, so, once I figure out the right things to, or just get Bob to do it. If I don't <laughs> kill myself on the way over. Okay, would you like to introduce the next track? We good? Okay. So, um, let's do Lost and Found. That's the gender re reversal song. Oh, nope, that's not it. This is it. Lost and found, I've been up and I've been down. Give and take and lost and found. I've been up and I've been down Ask me where I've been to Paris, London, Rome and Spain Think I won't turn back, well baby, better think again You say you don't believe me, boy, you better check your facts Just sit yourself down, shut that mouth and please let me relax
Princess nostalgia that we've lost and found. Um, so that that song in particular, uh, as we were mentioning before, is the the video with the switch gender roles. So what are you what are you saying particularly in that song with the the lyrics and the video? What's the message behind it? Um, so I'll start with the lyrics. The lyrics I wrote when I uh, so during my year off, I moved to Sydney by myself, and I had relatives in Melbourne and. Um, also some, not really my uncles, but close enough in Sydney. So I wasn't, I had some family there, but other than that, I was pretty much alone in a place that, that was unfamiliar, um, which was exciting. And a lot of serendipitous things happen if you just put yourself out there. And the only way to get to know a place is just to go do things. Um, so a lot of just really amazing things happened during that time. And that song was just, I remember very shortly before I left, or very soon before I left, um, the friends that I'd made, we had dinner and my friend Nick asked, let's go around and everyone say something they're thankful for. And I just said my freedom, especially because there's so many, um, to some people, the idea of an 18 year old girl traveling the world on their own would be like unacceptable. like. For a lot of girls, that's not a reality. Um, so yeah, it was just about my freedom. And so then later on, as all this Harvey Weinstein stuff was happening and just realizing being a woman, if you're gonna try to, if you are, um, what's the word, motivated and ambitious, that means that you're gonna get a lot of negative energy from men sometimes. Although I don't wanna get I don't believe in demonizing people. Um, so it was just about that. And that song to me felt like a positive message that also was commentary on that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you mentioned there, um, if you're an ambitious woman, or, um, you get a lot of negative uh, feedback. Have you, have you felt that you've got that? I mean, you're very prolific as an artist. You've 
create two EPs in like two years. You're still very young comparatively. Mm. Um, have you felt a lot of pushback from society or men in general? Um, it's more just this... Well, I've become much more vocal about it, but initially most people assumed that I wasn't producing. And even now, it's this um, strange phenomenon of the the collaboration, especially in the hip-hop scene, of people asking you, do you want to collaborate and sing on my beat? But like, wh why would I want to do that when I'm putting in all this work to create my own thing from scratch? Um, I have my own voice. I'm not just a singer. I'm not just a voice to be put a female voice to be put on your beat. I'm not interested in that at all. Um, and I think that being a young girl in that game means that you get a lot more of that mm -hmm. assumption and a lot more of this kind of, and yeah, it's almost like a condescension sometimes, but again, I've gotten much better at just being um, straightforward about what I want and what I do. Would you would you do the 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 flip of that? Would you get an MC to to provide a verse on any of your tracks, or is it the moment you're trying to do your solo thing yeah. and that's what you're concentrating on? I've I've thought about it, and I definitely hip hop is a big influence on my music, um, but I don't know. To be honest, I mean, it's not. I'm still open to doing it, but I've never really liked the structure of, like that we hear, especially on like the big radio stations of like a female singer and then like three-fourths of the way through mm -hmm. someone just hops on and they have nothing in common and it's like a business deal and that's the thing people treat collaborations like it's a business deal mm. that's the and that shocks me it's so weird to me but that's like that's the norm these days and people message you on social media mm -hmm. acting like it's a transaction and it's like I don't even know you we don't know if we have anything in common about our vision like I haven't even sometimes people will ask after hearing like I feel like they haven't even listened to my stuff. Mm -hmm. That used to happen more uh, in the past, but there's just a lot of like, it feels like people, instead of being like, oh, I appreciate what you do, instead of being like, give me a piece of it and let me put my name on it. And yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. Uh, and, and I'm just like throwing out a hypothetical to Would you, uh, if someone took like a beat of yours and like remixed it, I made the rhyme. Would that be? Would oh that yeah, be a good I've thing? had. Is that, is that a bad thing? That's a good thing. Yeah. Um. There's. I've had. A, there's two great remixes on my profile. I love hearing the way that someone else can totally create something new that I never imagined with it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, and that person contributed something. That's a beautiful collaboration. And I've also been collaborating with my friend Joe. We're working on a few songs now, but he's just an amazing guitar player who, a year ago, just sent me an archive of like 30 really funky guitar riffs. And he understood who, like, what I was doing as an artist, and I understood him, and we had a shared vision, and it made sense, and we've been communicating, and that's great. But it's just very different when it's, when it's like a transaction, and there's no like actual... It's like the creation part of it is like the least important part. Yeah. It's cold. There's no actual yeah. kind of connection to the music and the, yeah. the, the soul of what you're actually trying to create yeah I guess. if we're each adding something different to it and we're mm. both benefiting and pushing each other then that's good mm -hmm. um so talking of kind of collaboration and working with others uh you've uh you've been in burlington for what, about a year yeah um how have you found the music scene around here in comparison to pittsburgh in comparison to italy um do you do you are you uh, active in the local musical community or are you kind of finding more of your community online how much have you dipped your toe in the water? Mm -hmm. um, 
Well, I only started performing live once I got here. So, well, actually, in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, it's, we had this network of friends growing up in high school who were all making music, and we would share stuff and have, like, shows together. So there's a whole scene, and there's also a great hip-hop scene in Pittsburgh. Um, there, we have a cypher group um, called Track Meet, and um, it's in someone's house, and there's a whole record collection, and people just freestyle or dance or sing. Anyone's welcome. Um, so there's a great scene in Pittsburgh. And then here, um, I started performing more at places where I didn't know anyone and people who I, you know, before it was just friends and family who knew about me, and now it's spreading. Um, but, yeah, for, this is pretty much the first time that people, I've been doing this since I was eight, and this is the first time people are, like, listening to it, which is kind of yeah. weird sometimes. Um. And uh, I mean, you performed at Waking Window, so that mm -hmm. was uh, that's obviously a big, big festival here. Probably the biggest festival for local artists. How was your experience doing that? It was good. I obviously didn't have like a big stage or any like you know. There's the big acts, and we had. Um, it was in a. It was called Forty One Main Street, I think, and there were like thirty people there. Um, this local, oh, I'm blanking on his name, but he goes to Burlington High School, and he is an up and coming rapper. He performed, and a lot of his friends were there, um, and I just met some cool people. Mm. But yeah, it wasn't like a big show. It was like it was more like a community space. It was nice. Um, well, talking of other gigs and also future projects. Um, so as I said, you've already got two EPs out. Uh, Practically Civilized came out in 2016, and you had a self-titled EP that got released last year. Should we expect a third for this year coming out? Um, I definitely. I constantly have about like between five and eight songs that are just like either either they happen in like three days or they're sitting there for months and slowly they mm -hmm. become a thing and then I've never really had a plan and I've been pretty impatient at times so just releasing things the second they feel done because I'm mm -hmm. like just need to like release it um, but so usually I'll put things out as they come out, and then looking back, group that phase and release it. Although Practically Civilized was, I only released one thing from that. But um, so yeah, I have a bunch of stuff in the works now. I don't know when I'm going to release it or how I'm going to group them or which ones. But there's two that I'm really sure of that I'm really excited about. Cool. And um, just in terms of where people can find you, um, I find you on SoundCloud, which is my personal favorite resource. Mm -hmm. But is there, is there anywhere else? Yeah, all the, all the pages, the YouTube, the Bandcamp, the SoundCloud, the Facebook, yeah. The Spotify? No, not Spotify yet. Okay. I haven't really looked into that process. Watch the space on that one. Um, and in terms of future gigs, so as I said, you played Winky Windows last weekend, weekend before. Um, have you got any, anything coming up for people to come see you at? Um... Nothing that's officially okay. on the plans yet, but yeah. A few unofficial things in yeah, the, in the I, works. A few ideas, yeah. Alright, okay. Um, well, we've got about time for about one more song. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. I really actually wanted to see you waking windows and I missed you by about five minutes. Which was oh, very frustrating. No worries. Uh, you can blame my roommate for that one because she was playing in a band uh, at a gig across town. Mm. Um, but yeah, very, very psyched that you came in. Uh, you're doing some fantastic things and I. Can't wait to hear more music. 
so yeah, if you want to uh, introduce your last song and uh, you can take it away. Sure. Gosh, which one? Um, okay. We'll do Princess Nostalgia since it's the other video that we discussed. Oh, and I uh, always introduce this one as the baby of the last song, Lost and Found. Um, if you hear this, that's a loop, but I accidentally, in Logic, you can like put a little loop on top and it was repeating and I really liked it. So I recorded it on my phone and sampled that and then the song was layered on top of it. Sometimes I like to cry I love the feeling losing track of time I can't deny I got no alibi I like to cry I got no alibi Take my time I can't tell wrong from right I'll never stop asking why I'm only afraid of dying at the wrong time Dying at the wrong Dying at the wrong Dying at the wrong Dying at the wrong time Wrong from right 
Princess Nostalgia there with what was the, what was the title of that track? Was that just Princess Nostalgia? Uh-huh. Self-titled track, Princess Nostalgia. Lily, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Um, please come on again whenever uh, you've got something new out. I'd really like that. Um, listen out for it on SoundCloud, Princess Nostalgia. I think you can just Google it, Bandcamp, um, and Facebook. Uh, next week we've got Emma back coming in. Senya Yit. Um, I've been Tom Proctor. It's been the rocket shop and uh, now back to some music. <laughs>